Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 55, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And that's Mr. Jelly the Jellyman, Rob Jelly. Here we are. I realised actually recently, sorry, that's a random sound effect for cars. Um, I am available for hire. Uh, that I can actually do a really good um, American cop car when it's had a crash. Okay. You know the siren you get in the... Uh, you know, with okay, like, hang on. Let's, let's set the scene. So, so I'm a cop. So, I've just stuffed my face with donuts. Yep. Yeah, you're in a car chase. Yeah. Can can Mr. Can Sergeant <coughs> Shepard please go to the donut factory yep. on 9th and 5th? Okay. In a car. Let's go. <laughs> okay, this is going well. This is, this is going well. My partner's next to me. Dead. <laughs> Just hang on. Then you're gonna, you're gonna hit something yeah, now. What's, what's, what's that? In Someone's front of pulled me? out in front of you. Ready? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was. No, it wasn't. It was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a radio show where you do all the sound effects and I'm a cop. <laughs> okay, done. Let's make this happen. We'll make. We'll get a duet radio show. Anyone out there need to um, a cheap duet on the radio that yeah. can do. Um, Fake cop shows. I mean, we're we, we are cheap, but also we would do that for free. Oh, yeah, damn right. <laughs> that would just be entertainment for me and you for hours. Uh, how are you, mate? You good? I'm very good, thank you. We've, we've changed scenery today. We have. We're doing it from my, my lounge, my front room. Um, and uh, so, yeah. it, it, it's, it's the future meeting the past in this room. I've got to be <laughs> honest with you. For anyone, um, for many that probably will never get to see this lounge, yeah. it is like the past and the future meeting in one so I, it, it's it's an incredible environment, mate. It's it's amazing. So I, I live in in a converted seventeenth century cottage, um, which you probably wouldn't. Which it, looks like from the front outside a shop. It looks like an old school shop, yeah, from the outside, like an old delicatessen. Yeah, it does. Well, I think it used to be a tannery. Uh, where, so this just <laughs> used, used to have like uh, big hunks of like dead meat, like hunk, hang up here. And actually, I no, did get ta- that when I came in. We see them like in my garden. That shed in the garden. I'm guessing that's where they did the tanning of. Yeah, very probably. Animal it's quite, skins, a tall, I guess. quite a tall shed. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, probably makes sense. Just been converted into like a mini sense. studio, which is handy if you do podcasts. Um, yeah, so we just, I decided to change scenery today. Um, so also because uh, you're a little bit sleepy because someone went out last night. Didn't I they? did. I watched uh, uh, Solo, the new Star Wars film, at midnight. Yeah, um, it was it was bloody worth it, mate. It's yeah. so good. And if if you listen to this right now, it comes out probably the day you listen to this, and it's so good. It's just unbelievably good. Um, very surprised. I expected it to be great because all Star Wars films are great. Do I need to go and see it in three D, or can I just go and see it in the two D? Do you know what? I saw it in three D, but. I would say you did. I didn't really notice 3D very much, no. and that's a good thing. If you don't notice no, it, that's, yeah, it's always a good um, thing. It's good. Performances were amazing. Uh, uh, Donald Glover's incredible. The guy who plays Solo, Aiden something, he was great. Um, and uh, Khaleesi from Game of Thrones, she was brilliant as well. Don't watch Game of Thrones, mate. Oh, mate. Oh, we've got to do that at some point. Yeah, it's on the list. We uh, should do, we... And by the way, yeah, for anyone who suggested um, Game of Thrones on Twitter, and that is yeah, we a get it. People, we know. Yeah, uh, we're going to save it for when the final season starts, which is next year. Yeah. 
So we are going to do it. There's absolute as a promise. We will get to Game of Thrones, but it feels like it's only right to for me to do it like yeah. weeks before the finale and exactly. just blitz the all eight seasons in. And we, but I mean, we keep suggesting shows though, because as you know from a couple of weeks ago, we do. Um, if you if you suggest a show, we will put it to the top of the list. Yeah, put it on the list and put it at the top of the list because we know we want your feedback. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, we we as like. A thank you. We'll prioritize your suggestions. Yeah, and my favorite kind of tweets from people are. Are, are there, is this basically hello uh, Jed and Rob I've just blitzed your show I've just uh, binge listened to your show uh, please can I suggest this TV show that's the best type of tweet yep. if you've binge listened um, that's going to be right at the top and of the list and by the way you are allowed to disagree with anything we say that is, that's yeah. the point I mean this is open discussion uh, we're trying to create the league table uh, the ultimate league table of pilot television Yeah. so your input is as welcome as anything so Feel free to throw us your thoughts on Twitter and we'll give you the details at the end of the episode. Yeah, exactly. But we are taking a bit of a different turn this week. Yeah. We, uh, we have been doing sorts of dramas and thrillers and we've done horror and we've done um, old stuff, we've done new stuff. And this week we're going down an incredibly different route. We are. We're going down the game show route. So oh, first up is my suggestion. Can I, can I ask you a question oh, first before we start? What game show would you want to be on? If you could pick out oh. all the game shows from the past. Can you let that question sit with me for a minute? Because I'm going to have to think of all Ooh, the... Oh, co- okay. I think it would probably be your choice this week. Or, or Gut Instinct. Gut Instinct would be the one you picked. That but is definitely... Because I'm more of a physical kind of guy. Yeah. So let me come back. Can, can I come okay. back to that at the end? Of the- yeah, yeah. Right, at the fine. end, we'll, we'll talk about it. And I'll, I'll tell you my one, which, I mean, surprisingly, isn't the one I picked. Okay. But there is one... TV show, game show type thing where the public went on and it still stands up to this day. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that All right, later. fine. Well, yeah. uh, they are both uh, public entrance uh, game shows that we're doing this yeah. week. My suggestion was one that celebrated its 20th anniversary with a week special yeah. on ITV in the last couple of weeks. And it is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what can I say about who wants to be a millionaire? Question, do you like that theme song? Yeah, I love it. it sounds it's like, memorable. It, it sounds like an Abba song. Dun, dun, dun. I wouldn't know, I don't listen to Abba music. So. <laughs> well, the fact that you liked it means you like Abba. No, it's not. Yeah, Whoa! It does. Whoa, we're 10 minutes into this episode of the podcast and we're already <laughs> arguing about ABBA. Back <laughs> off, Jed. Back off. Right, anyway, listen. Um, we can talk about that later as yeah, well, Yeah, we actually. can, yeah. Um, who Wants to Be a Millionaire, for those who are totally unaware of it, is... Well, it's, it was a UK TV game show. That's where it started. Yeah. Um, it was the first mm-hmm. TV game show with a prize of a million pounds. That's right. Uh, that's worth noting as well. And it aired back in 1998 on the 4th of September. It ran for a flipping long time as well. Yeah, it did. It was it so got 30 popular. series out of it. 30 series? 30 series over the next, um, I can't do the math quick enough, 16 years. Did they have they like slashed, three seasons oh, yeah, a yeah, they've got two year or three seasons a year. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, and it ran till uh, 11th of February 2014. Ah. And then they brought it back this year for a 20th anniversary special. Was it with Chris Tarrant? No. So Chris Tarrant did ah. it all the way through to right. 2014. And they brought it back this last couple of weeks ago with Jeremy Clarkson. 
which is a, a strange conversation, I'll be honest with you. When I first yeah. heard the rumour about it, I was thinking, okay, yeah, I'll go with that, why not? Was I mean, he any good? He was actually. Okay. Yeah, he didn't try to overdo it, he was just a game show host, and I quite liked that. It was quite nice to see him not being the car, petro, the petrol head yeah. that, that we all know him to be from Top Gear and from um, Grand Tour. Do you know who would be a good host if he wanted to be millionaire? Con? Me. You reckon? Yeah, we'll test that later. We'll come, we'll come back to that. Okay. We'll, let's sit on that for a second. You've, you've got a quiz lined up for me, Jed. <laughs> Who I knows? feel like there's a quiz lined up already <laughs> from here. We'll see about that. Um, it sort of opens up and you've got the theme music and it starts and Chris Tarrant um, for The Uninitiated is a very famous TV and radio presenter, um, Capital FM, for many, many years in yeah. London. Then went on to more big, you know, sort of TV stuff as well. He started off like Saturday morning kids shows. He did like yeah. Tiz was and Saturday morning swap yeah. shop and all that stuff. In and the actually, 70s if you are if you are a, a UK listener and you listen to a radio station called Radio X, uh, you might know of a guy called Toby Tarrant right. who's on in the mid morning show, mm-hmm. uh, no afternoon show. Sorry, uh, that is Chris's son. Nice. Um, so, yeah, and in fairness to Toby, he has what, done all the graft to get there himself. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got the name, but... Talking of Radio X, my friend uh, Emily Capel was is on Radio X today at some point. Um, today being... Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's on there today singing nice. a song and stuff. Cool. It's kind of cool. That's very cool. Check out Emily um, Capel, guys. All right, and um, so Chris Tarrant comes on and introduces the show, the concept that ex- explains the, the general rules of the game. 15 questions, get them all right, you take a million quid. 15, quits. is it? 15 questions. Okay. Right, that's that's something to come yeah. to shortly as well. Yeah. 15 questions, um, every question has to be answered right. There are milestones within, so question 5 and question 10. Once you get to those and answer that question correctly, you get guaranteed the sum of money at that point. Mm-hmm. Question 5 is worth £1,000, yeah. question 10 is worth 32 Yeah. Um Anything between there, if you gamble and l- and get it wrong, you lose and go back to the mar- last milestone. Yeah, yeah. And all this is set out in the first gambit. And actually, uh, we'll talk about the first sort of opening spiel of the show you t- you brought to the show the, the podcast this week mm-hmm. uh, in a bit. And I think this one's done better than the one that happens in yours. And that's not a criticism on the host of your show um. or anything like that. I just feel like the they were more certain. As to what it was, but to I be think fair, it's my one it's is a harder sell. Yes, yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm not trying to take away because we'll uh, we'll mention yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is easier to explain. Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire than it is to explain what you've got for us? Yeah. Um, so he opens up. Uh, you've got live audience in the studio. Um, they make quite a good effort to make sure you see them mm-hmm. in the in the studio. Um, and you've got uh, what looks like ten contestants. Yeah. Sat around the front on the sort of studio floor. It's a um, opening thing is a sort of fastest finger first. So it's a question, four possible answers, and Easy this is question. the four, this is the format for everything. Yeah. One question, four answers, one right, three wrong. Fastest finger first. Yep. So out the ten people sat around with the little keypads, whoever's quickest first to play for a million quid. Yeah, but this is what I'm thinking. What's the selection process of? Well, because because I'm just thinking this here is, is here these are all is, idiots. This is what I think. The longest application process for any television show ever made, ever. Okay. In, I, in the history of history. I think I applied when I was a kid, basically. Yeah. You could apply as long as I think you lived in the UK and you're right. over a certain age. That was pretty much the... the Didn't it cost like two quid or something? Yeah, so you had to apply by application form, I guess, probably written, probably... Um, we were talking 98 here, so this is, we've got internet and things like that. But I imagine most of it was probably done by post, but you could probably do it online as well. Yeah, I didn't have the internet. And so you would apply, and you would have to apply 
uh, to say you were interested, and then you would get given a question. They'd right. phone you. They would ask you a question, and if you got that right, you'd go for the next round. Oh, okay. There was, I think, there was a second round of phone calls. Right. Uh, and they would then whittle you down an, another round, and then from the right answers, I think of the second round. And I apologies if I'm getting slightly, some of this slightly wrong. But this is what I found out. They would then uh, select at random ten people. It's not to, random. No, there was then select 100. Sorry, so they whittle it down. From the right answers in the first round, they'd pick 100 random right answers. Okay. Then phone them back, ask them all the questions, and the 10 random right answers from that would then come to the studio. And they would drove them from all over the country. Right. They, they had them driven in from everywhere but, to the studio. And I think the studio is uh, Boreham Woods. It's okay. um, uh, uh, Elstree. Uh, Elst- um, where's Big Brothers filmed? Where's... Um, yeah, that one. I'm yeah, sure it's down there. Okay. It, it might not be. It might be up north. I can't remember. Uh, I just find like... It's so long-winded. It's in their best interest to find contestants that aren't very good, but they're quite entertaining. Well, I, yeah, I don't think... You never get, te- no, you never get no, teachers no, on there. No, I would disagree with that, right? And I would say I disagree with that because this is before the era of entertaining contestants. Slightly, like slightly. This is a quiz show. You want This is about brains, not about entertainment value. Know. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure because... Different they, for they, your show, they, the they, show you were going to talk about in a bit. But they don't Very wanna, much you need people who are bubbly, lively characters. come on, they wouldn't want someone to win the million pound every single time. So no. they, they would have got people who are clever, but not that clever. I reckon, and, and because um, the people they've picked, they don't seem particularly bright. That The first guy, Graham, is it? Yeah. This, he's just real average, average amount of general knowledge. Yeah, but I think that's what... I think that's why it worked because they weren't. You weren't go watching this show for watching weird and quirky people. You were watching it for people who are from everyday life, every walk of life, yeah. coming on a quiz show and giving it a go. You could get fifteen questions that you knew the answers to and win a million quid. You could have fifteen questions that you know none of them mm-hmm. and walk away with absolutely sweet fa. And I think a lot of people did, yeah. And, and people did. Mm-hmm. People did. In America, they still run it now in America, and they still have people go on there, and they go for, like, the $300 question, which is, like, the simplest thing in the world, and they just go with all the confidence in the world, go, yeah. C, it's C. Because they don't want to phone a friend. And, or... like, bang, no, wrong, yeah. off you go. And, like, what? <laughs> um, I, I think it's really good. I think it's a very, very good... Um, almost... I mean, it's almost the pilot for quiz shows yeah. that we have today. You know, bear in mind, this is 20 years ago. Think, think of all the quiz shows you've got off the back of it since. Now, there have been a few that have run longer, like Countdown, for example. Yeah. I mean, the fact that this was franchised out to almost every country in the world. They've all, all got their own version <laughs> of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, um, including famously India, because of Slumdog Millionaire. Yep. Um, you said America, but there's a version in almost every single country. Uh, um, yes, I had somewhere, I thought, written it down. Um, I haven't got the number here, but yeah, it's it's, it's a, a lot of places, yeah. a lot of places around the world do their own version of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Chris Caron had a cut the, of all the, of them. Yeah, the one of the um, strange, I think it was one of the creators behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the strange things that got to me um, was this little gag. He he told he told a little gag at the start. He did, and it was a bit weird. Oh, what was the gag again? I can't remember what he says. He makes a... a it was sl- quite funny though, right? Yeah, it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, a little bit rude. Yeah. Slightly, like, very, very... Not not rude, more crude than rude. But I didn't know whether that was just to sort of, like, just break the well, sort of tension think- of the studio. But I thought, no, I don't want you to break the tension. I want it to be quite tense. It's a, it's a quiz for a million quid. But you forget who he is. He's a comedian. True. And, and before this show, he had that long-running... 
show where he showed rude adverts on TV. Did Remember he? that? That went on actually past his Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Uh, yeah, so maybe there's a bit of an overlap there. And what was it why. called? It was like Tarrant. He's a performer, isn't he? Yeah. Tarrant, yeah. T- uh, Tarrant on TV. Was it Tarrant on TV? Yeah, yeah that yeah, sounds yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, I don't know. But well, he showed Japanese game shows and stuff. It's like, look at these Japanese yeah. people falling on their bums. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing you'll notice if you watched it beyond 98 and watched it to sort of like 2010, 2012, 2014 when it finished, um, it's very quick. There's little in the way of building any tension or drama in this. Uh, Besides the music. Obviously, they had, yeah, other than the music, dun, they had dun, very dun. little time to sort of let the show sit and sort of, you know, dwell for a while. Yeah. So he uses the break for the advert at one point before revealing whether or not the answer's right or wrong, yeah. which was quite good. Which he forever more uses. After that, it was forever. Device, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but generally, I quite enjoyed it. I was a bit surprised at how... Um, uh, how sort of... It was quite light, actually. It was quite, uh, it was yeah. a lot lighter than I remember it being. And, and it getting... Well, it eventually obviously got a lot The thing is, tense. this was the first episode, so you, you didn't know you, got, you, you were going to get... You'd think, right, they're going to start strong with a strong candidate, with a strong person. Um, but because it was quite random, the person they picked out of these 10 people, they got the guy who was like the most shy, un-TV show-ready person ever, where he was nervous. Yeah, true. Um, I would say that, like we've said with a few of these stuff, a few of the shows we've done with public involvement, they're not trained to be in front of a camera or yeah. a microphone. Um, it's also not very engaging. I couldn't get behind no, it. I was like but, this but, guy. But I think I what this does, I think what this does is it sets a precedent for like, okay, we need we need to be fair in our application process. We want to be able to let normal a people normal on person, it. Yeah. But we do need to create some sort of entertainment TV here. It is an mm-hmm. entertainment show, despite it being a quiz where a bit tensions being built. Yeah. It's, it's entertainment. Um, and everyone knows that you're playing along at home. We all know that you're sitting there at home going, yeah. it's B, it's B, man, yeah. what are you doing? Talking of B, the 100 quid question, he actually got that wrong, you know. What? So, like, I don't know if this was, right, the first question, right, was yeah. with, it was about a woodpecker or something. With what, with what uh, does the, a which wood- part of the anatomy does a yeah. woodpecker and peck the wood? A, beak. Yeah. B, tail, C, foot, Wing. and D, something. Yeah. And he went B, which was... No, I think he said beak. He said B. And, he, and then he? Chris Tarrant went, beak, yep. But no, he said B, the letter really? B, 100%. It's online. You can find this episode online. So I'm, I'm tempted to go back and watch it. The very first person on Who Wants to Be Millionaire... Got the first question wrong. Got the first question wrong. And Chris Tarrant was just like, yeah, beak, it's beak. Um, and just moved on. And th- that guy went on to win 64, 64. grand. Yeah, um, good good start to the show, but he got that first question wrong. I'm, I'm pretty positive. All right, I'm going to watch back. I'm going to yeah. watch it back. It's online somewhere. Yeah, um, I found it quite harsh on the contestants in the studio. Like you've gone through all that application process, yeah. and then you don't even get on the show, and then they reset the guests. Do they reset the guests? I was every day, ask. every day. Oh my god! So they so they you've driven you in, in from they bite you in from Edinburgh to like Boreham Wood or wherever it was being filmed. You go back that night or the next morning and they ship in another 10 people the next day. Yeah, and then your wife or husband is like, whereas oh, at least was something, the show? Whereas at least with something like Deal or No Deal, yeah. which we should probably do at some point, yeah. you all get to go. Yeah. And I know they film three or four back to back in mm-hmm. one day and that's yeah. fine, but you know, you've got to get through it. And, and but they get to know each other. They go back to the hotel yeah, together exactly. and stuff. And yeah, and, great, and yeah. everyone gets to go on that eventually. Yeah. So there's maybe a lesson learned from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in yeah. how to do game shows where you give the people who've got through the whole application process at least get a shot. Yeah. 
at winning it. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. It was good. I enjoyed it. And I and I sat there and I was looking through the... Actually, I had two of the questions that he obviously got right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know the answer to. Oh, and I, I'd I, have had I, to have used a lifeline. I knew all of them. I knew all of them. This is why they would never let me on the show because I would. It would just. They'd be like. Yeah, but that, you're saying that, but that's just the. You just happen to know those twelve questions. No, I, there could be a question that comes up and you have no idea. I mean, it's a process of elimination. It's just. You've what got, is the currency in Namibia? If you gave me four options, I'll get. I'll give you the right answer, and it's round. By the way, no, I, I don't know the answer. So it, it's just, round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. <laughs> that's two hundred pounds. Thank you. <laughs> but like, it's. It, I, I just feel like they would never pick someone who actually knows what they're doing. They always pick someone who's a little mm. bit flawed. Um, yeah, but you don't want to give it away straight away. That'd be, yeah. be silly, wouldn't it? It's like um, so a friend of mine, she applied to be on that show, um, The Cube. Yeah, I'd love to have a go at that. Yeah. So she, I could smash, I'd nail that show. So, so could she. So she's very sporty. Yeah. She's she's very likeable. She's a very pretty girl. And I was like, this is a shoe in. She, and she went back for multiple different um, auditions. auditions. And uh, it was down to her and a man with one hand. And I was like... Box uh, ticker. Yeah, and I was like, sorry, sorry. sorry I said to her, I said, sorry, you haven't got on. The no, person with one hand is going to get, get on the show. And she was like, no, but they really like me. They really like me. And I'm, like, I'm sorry. The person with the one hand is going to get on. Yeah. Lo and behold, the person with one hand got on and she was gutted. See, then, uh, I'll be, but at least she's got both hands. <laughs> <laughs> Silver linings. Yeah, uh, there, there, is, there is definitely a bit at the moment of this sensitivity to making sure there's a diverse selection yeah rather than it being utterly random and i mean truly honestly 100 percent random yeah that is where you'll find boring people on it and i want to see every now and then a boring person on the reality people who listen and make hmm. so people listen to this if you make television shows which are public contestants yeah i want to put weirdos on there well, i want you to put people who are boring i want the eccentric people but i want them to be picked fairly if they come out the hat first yeah put them on the show what well, if you want boring people care. Then my then my show will sort you out. <laughs> well, yes, actually, you're, but then there's a different context. Yeah, yeah, group, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? I I did enjoy I it. I found it interesting to go back and watch something twenty years old. I like the fact that it was only twenty three minutes long. Yeah. If you take out the adverts, because I remember it just being so long. It went on well, like, it all did. night. Eventually, it's extended to an hour. It does Too eventually long. get on to an. Yeah, but then for that reason, you can get more contestants on. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, they start to slow the whole process down. So yeah. they started to get to know the contestant a little bit. Yeah. So you sort of start to feel something. I think in this first episode, it's so unknown yeah. that there's no emotional connection. So mm-hmm. I didn't care whether or not he won 100 quid or 64 grand. You know, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, good on him. He's, he's won 64 grand. Brilliant. Yeah. Next yeah. contestant, off you pop. So I didn't feel very emotionally connected to the show. Yeah. Whereas I did. Later, later on in the show's sort of you know span, yeah. that I thought I you know eventually you got to know these people. And think, yeah, no, like it's always been an ambition to do this, that, and the other. And you think, okay, it's cool. We've all you've got dreams and stuff we'd love to do. Mm-hmm. And they go, I, I'd need like sixty-four grand, and yeah. I could then do that, and I'd be like, that would be my dream thing done. And you'd get to the thirty-two, and you think, come on, yeah. come on, come on, I want you to do it. Um, and and you sort of you get a bit more invested. So I think that lacks it lacks it that in the first episode. Yeah. But well, like the the interesting thing is, which I don't think I've seen on any other show besides one I'll talk about later. Right. Is the fact that the episode doesn't end when someone wins a prize. The episode ends after the thirty minutes have elapsed. Yeah. And so you so you could be halfway through a run with a contestant. Yeah. Like at the first episode, which it does. She did two questions and then we're like, right, uh, hold that it. there. I'll, we'll see you we'll tomorrow. Back tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. 
and we'll pick up where we left off. And she's like, what? And uh, she went, she came so back. So that was a weird concept. And it I was. was. And that, and that, but I quite like that. But she came back and only won a grand. Like on the this season, really? in episode two, yeah. So very big ah. anti-climax. We wait all night. Tell your friends, you see me on TV today. Yeah, I, I, really I'm well. funny. If that happened to me, I'd be going home and I'd just literally read Wikipedia all night. <laughs> Random I, article, random article, I do that random anyway. article. Oh, Mount Chimborazo. <laughs> right, uh, let's have a look at this one. I'll do that with mythological creatures. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was very good. It's got a catchy theme tune. Um, it obviously went on to be something bigger and uh, more exciting as time went on. Uh, they did change it slightly as, as the uh, series developed. They went from this whole fastest finger first thing to uh, uh, put these things in the right order yeah. and the, for the qualifying question. They then took it away from 15 questions down to 12. Oh, okay. Um, at some point, I can't remember what year, I think 2007 is ringing a bell. Yeah. Um, no, which is American But version. when they brought it back in this recent... Uh, a couple of weeks ago yeah. they did bring it back to the original format the only thing they changed was they added a fourth lifeline which was ask the host ah. despite them not having the answer so they so Jeremy Clarkson was able to be asked and so you had phone a friend yeah. uh, ask the audience and 50-50 which gave, took away two wrong answers yeah. and left you with one right ask one wrong host. and you could ask the host and actually weirdly um, one of the guys did ask Jeremy about a question yeah. and it was about a a, a a type of deer that lives in Africa, yeah, uh, and it was an uh, uh, oryx, yeah, but it, yes, it was something like or no, it was not like an ibex. Oh yeah, an, yeah, I, an I no an ibex. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. is an ibex? It's like a, is it a goat, a deer, a uh, a like a, I don't know, like a warthog type animal, or yeah. is it like um some sort of like feline? So what is it? And Jeremy was like, well, I've seen these in Africa when yeah. you're filming Top Gear. It's a deer, yeah? No. Kind of looks like that, a goat, though. That is an ibex or an ibis. Yeah. An ibex is a goat. Goat, yeah, yeah. I was gonna so say the that. guy said deer. Jeremy was like, yeah, that's great. That's fine. Is that a final answer? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations. Well done. Um, this is, Jeremy's not seen the answer on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it flashes up and goes, oh, no. It's a goat. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen these in Africa. And that was when, like, it, it got look a, like goats. He got a genuine, like, human reaction from Jeremy, yeah, yeah, which was yeah. quite nice as yeah. well. It was quite nice to see. Um, so, yeah, it was nice to see it back on the telly again. It was it was quite interesting watching with a different host. But, but it didn't try to do anything too much to it. Well, the, the, the good thing about this show is, you're right, you're saying families can get around the TV and they can shout out the answers yeah. and it becomes interactive yeah. with the crowd. Um, and that leads me to ask you the question, do you think you would be good if you were on this show? I'd like to think I would do all right. Okay. So let's let's put both of these into play. Me saying I'd be a good host, you being a big, good contestant. I think, I, I think I'd do all right. Yeah, okay. So what have you got in mind? So You've got another microphone here. What am I doing this? I'm setting this up. Am I? Set up this microphone next to my computer. All right. Because we're going to play a little game, and that game is coincidentally called Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Me! Classic 15-question yep. game. Um, so, Mr. Rob Jelly, there's going to be some music in this, guy. so it's very, very classy. In bas- <laughs> No expense spared on this podcast. <laughs> so this is for $100. Think of what you can do. Actually, b- before we start, what are you going to do with the money? What do you need the money for? Uh, like to buy a house. Like, with, to buy with, a, like to buy a new gaff. So okay, that's a million I need, dollars. I need, I, need a, I need a deposit, really. You're only, you're only so, 15 questions away. Yep. And don't forget, if you reach the £1,000 mark, you can keep that. Yep. If you reach the £32,000 mark, you keep that too. Yep. 
Okay, great. 32 would be nice. I'd like to get to 32. Okay. That'd be a nice sum of money to take away. Let's see. Don't forget, you've got your lifelines. Yep. The classic ones. So you can't... You can actually... Let's say, you can ask the host if you want. All right. Okay. Instead of audience. Well, you are my audience. No, let's ask your audience and it's all, oh, all oh, of them. Okay, right. Okay, let's start. So, in basketball, which of these expressions refers to a shot that uses the backboard? Is it A, robbing the bank? B, bada bing? C, on steel? D, off the glass? Oh, I'm glad that last one came up. Off the glass. Let's see if you're right. I hope so. Oh, first question. Will you get it right? Yes! yes Mr. Jelly! Slight panic Got there. it right. Okay. Slight panic. So now the timer's starting. So we've got 60 seconds. According to a popular phrase, a person holding back a surprise resource is hiding what up his sleeve? Is it A, arm, B, ace, C, cufflink, or D, fist? It's an ace up sleeve. Let's see if you're right. That was ace, Ooh. not A. No, you said both the same thing. What? Oh, sorry. I oh, pressed arm. <laughs> I pressed arm. Okay, keep, keep that in. We'll start. We'll start again. <laughs> we'll start again. Okay. Pretend that didn't hey, whoa, happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can what? I reference back to a statement you made about three minutes ago? Okay. I think I would make a great host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I got confused because you said A A, so I pressed A. Okay, I pressed the wrong one. Unbelievable. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, people love this. Go on. According to a popular expression. A person who is helplessly laughing is in what? A. Threads B. Rags C. Cognito D. Stitches Stitches You're going for D. Stitches? Yep got that $100 back because I took away that rest of the money for your mistake. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Next question. This is for $200. If someone has the ability to walk smoothly while aboard a ship, they're said to have what? A. Sea legs B. Ocean feet C. Octopus shoes or D. Water on the knee. I thought sea legs would have been about being rubbish but yeah, they got sea legs. Okay. So you're going for A. Sea legs? Yeah, sea legs. If Final you, answer? If you've got sea legs, yeah. Okay. See. I thought it was going to be like sailor's legs, but sea legs, fair enough. We'll see. see. Yeah! That's 200 quid. You, you can still lose it all, Rob. You can still lose it all. Okay, so this is for $300. The TV series Adam 12 was about what group? Is it A, the Los Angeles Police Department, B, genetic scientists, C, Adam's family, or D, a basketball team? And that was the Adam 12. The Los Angeles Police Department, genetic scientists, Adam's family, or basketball team. You do have your lifelines. I'm going to have to use a lifeline just to double check here. So but... you've got ask the audience, 50-50, your phone a friend. <sighs> ask the audience. I'm going to have to okay. ask the audience, because I think it's police department, but I, I've never heard of any of The them. audience are saying A. 82% are yeah, saying okay. A. So is that, what's that police department? Yeah. Yeah, okay, do that. Okay, let's see. He's gone with the audience. That's what I felt, anyway. Let's see if you guys are right out there. Correct. Thank you, audience. Cool. So this <clears> is uh, that's $300 in the, almost in the bank. So this is 500 During Prohibition, the US Constitution banned which of these items? Is it A, automobiles, B, alcoholic beverages, C, home loans, or D, prescription drugs? Flipping it. That's Prohibition. 
to like the 1920s. Yeah, I know. It's like, Woodwalk you know, Empire is all based around yeah, it. Yeah, good. I'm glad I haven't watched that. So A, automobiles. B, alcoholic beverages. I'm going to go with alcohol. Surely it's alcohol. So that's B, alcoholic beverage. Final answer. <laughs> Trying to read your face. Yeah, go on then. You went for B, alcoholic beverages. That's wrong from that time. Oh! <laughs> what a guess. Good guess, Charlie. You're up to 1,000. So if you get this next one right... You guarantee a thousand quid. Right, come on, hit me. Which of these products is normally used as a fabric softener? Is it A, Charmin, B, Raid, C, Pine Sol, or D, Dowry? That's A, Charmin, B, Raid, C, Pine Sol, or D, Downy. These are probably American products. Yeah, I was going to say, they're all American products, and I have no idea. Have a think of the words Pine Sol, Downy, Raid, or Charmin. Well, Downing sounds close, and pine sounds probably like a softener of some sort. You do have your um, lifeline still. Going to have to go 50-50 just to make sure I get a 1,000 out okay. of this. Goodness gracious me. 50-50. That has removed two of the options. You've got pine, soil, and downy left. Oh, brilliant. 11 That's seconds, worked. 10 it's seconds, well. 9 seconds, 8 seconds, 7, downy. 6. Going for downy. Yeah. Option D. You only have three seconds left there, mate. Let's see. Correct. Yes. That's a thousand in the bank, mate. Uh, it's not bad. Thousand in the bank. Never heard of any of them. Okay, next question. For 2000, which of these contemporary female singers was born in the United States? A. Bjork. B. Sarah McLaughlin. C. Celine Dion. Or D. Jewel. A couple of red herrings in there. If yeah, you, like, you, who the hell is Jewel? You don't know Jewel? We'll come on to that in a second. So, is there it Bjork? a second option? Bjork, Sarah McLaughlin, Celine Dion, or Jewel? Well, Celine Dion's um, Canadian. Bjork is um, Icelandic, I think, or Scandinavian at least. Oh, God. So you've got two. You can ask me, ask the host, or. Sarah McLaughlin? Or you can phone a friend. Oh, man, what the hell? 11 seconds. Come on. Do you want to ask me? Yeah. Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. I don't I've never heard of Jewel, so... Oh, it's Jewel. Oh, you are such <laughs> I'm so a... sorry. You are an absolute weapon of mass destruction, you are, I'm sorry. You? So you've lost me. <laughs> I thought it was Sarah right. McLaughlin. I'm really sorry. I think if ever if we've got anything out of this oh, quiz, God. apart from the fact that I'm useless at American knowledge, it's the fact that you <laughs> are never hosting a quiz ever Come again. Come on, guys. Ever, ever, How ever. How is Jewel in America? I thought... Like, forever, ever, forever, ever. I thought Jewel was Canadian ever. as well. Sarah McLaughlin. Oh. Okay. So let's fade out the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let's get rid of that now. Oh, oh unbelievable scenes. How'd that I mean. Go? <laughs> I, I just, can't believe you don't know Jewel. I didn't even know she. What do you mean I don't know who Jewel is? Why would I know who Jewel is? She had loads of hits. You were meant for me. You were yeah. meant for me. Yeah, I know that one. It's my ringtone. Hey. Right, okay. So I think what we've discovered there is I'm a great host. <laughs> You need to brush up on your general. You need to brush up on your general knowledge. Yeah, okay, if you say so. Um, that was cool. No, I enjoyed that. I'm yeah. going to have a play about that later on. Um, but I feel like we should probably move on to our Let's other show. Um, 
you please tell me you haven't got like some sort of challenge for the other show we're doing, have you? I haven't, but we—I mean, we can do something. Something very I feel like similar. We should. I feel like we should because okay. the other show we're doing this week um, will score who wants to be a millionaire at the end of the podcast. <laughs> if this is the first one you're listening to, um, I really fancy a challenge of some sort. We've okay. Got to do something. Well, we, there is some. Games what is we the can play? show we were watching though, Jed Shepherd? The show that we are watching that I'm bringing to the table this week is the Crystal Maze. <laughs> maze you will be amazed when you see that maze crystal these these are the lyrics that me and my friends sing along when we are watching the crystal maze we may not you have to do it again for me hang on stop the music right right you start i'll put the music in sync with this go on okay the crystal maze you will be amazed when you see that maze crystal doesn't make any sense. No. It's like you got to the end and went, ah, oh, nuts, there's only two more <laughs> syllables left. What do we say? Crystal. Crystal. Uh, but it goes, just just for those uh, who, who want to know, it goes, this is the crystal maze. And then we... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, but we spell out oh, no, all of the... Do let's do the whole thing. Right, let's I, do it now. I, I can't actually yes, remember... All the... Yes, you can. Oh, hold it, on, hold it, on. It's going to happen. Because you shout out the, the zones. Your, your subconscious brain will pick it up. Ready? <laughs> Okay. Hold on, let me get all the zones, the crystal maze zones. Hold on. We've got the medieval zone, the futuristic, the industrial, and the Aztec. Come on. No, but like it changed, didn't it? Did it? Yeah. The this this is what people want, Jed. They don't care what we think <laughs> about the pilot episode. They want you now to sing it with me doing the sound effects. This is the sound effects episode, by the way, of the podcast. Um, <laughs> tell me, friends, uh, this can be available as a ringtone if you want. If you do, you'll get weird. I can't, honestly can't remember the words. Um, but you, you, you get the idea. Oh, it's this is a crystal maze. Dun, 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 dun. Go on. Any guys, I can't remember it. Oh, I can't remember oh. it. No, I really can't. No, see, I used to do I a, wish an, I could. an old podcast of mine uh, with a friend we both know. Yeah, yeah. And um, we used to do a quiz every week and we changed the theme tune music at some point. This is a quiz for, for Rob. Rob. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. This is a quiz for my mate Rob. Yeah. Uh, and then it went, this is a quiz for Rob. This, this is, is a quiz for Rob. This is a quiz. Oh, this is a quiz. This is a quiz. This is a quiz. This is a quiz. Oh, this is a quiz. Oh, this is a quiz for Rob. <laughs> so at least I remember the words to my version. Yeah, but you got about three different words in your Shh. version. I had a whole lexicon of words. Um, anyway, anyway, so let's is, talk about it. Crystal is a maze. brilliant thing. It's so know? it's so catchy. It was one of those and the Crystal Maze, uh, as you all know, it's basically a bloody weird game show where they invite <gasps> the public to come and just do weird games. So. This, again, like a little bit like the um, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, it's one of those game shows where you're watching with your friends and your family and you're like, I want to do this. I want to be on this. Yeah. I really want to be and on this. And you're shouting at the television when you can see how to solve the yeah, puzzles. Yeah, exactly. Whether it's a, a mental game, a skilled game, you're like, yeah. hit that. Hit it. Stop it. What, what are you doing? Yeah. No. The, hit the <laughs> thing. Hit it. And just for those who don't know what the Crystal Maze is, basically it's a, a game show set in, in a slightly futuristic kind of industrial complex um, where there are different zones um, and uh, they could be futuristic zone See, actually, I, zone I, I, yeah. medieval zone uh, and later on a bit the ocean zone 
Um, in the Ocean Zone. I yeah, don't that was in the, the in, in the later series. That was it? They they swapped out. This is how medieval. I see your brain is compartmentalized. What, what do you mean? Like the Crystal Maze. Like there's the Future Zone. There's the Aztec Zone. Yeah. This is how, this is how I see. It's your mostly brain. always the futuristic zone, mixed a little bit with the medieval zone. Yeah. Um, occasionally some sand. <laughs> yeah, just coming up my ears. Um, but basically, uh, Richard O'Brien, the presenter who you might know from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yep. Creator stars in it. Um, and he was also a little bit in Flash Gordon, the uh, 1980 film. Yeah, absolute genius. He is the very unusual but unbelievably likable host um, of the Crystal Maze. And it's not like your standard game show host where there's a no. he sticks by the rules. This guy is off the rails from, ep- from episode one. Well, actually, episode if I can one, jump in at this point, because it's it. what I mentioned about the, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire open gambit, yeah. which was clearly very well written uh, and well worked out. But obviously where it's such a defined game show in, in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, they, there was no... There was no... Um, sort of outside external sort of uh, um, nothing nothing about it was out of control like it was all within the rules and the confines of the game and the studio whereas this you had six people who knew each other who were going to partake in no I don't think they knew each other did they not? They, they were all, I don't think so no they, I think they did no I think because they were all from different parts of the country um, they were roughly the same age, but I mean, most oh, of them were okay. in the early twenties. I, I didn't tweak that. So how I think this has worked out is you apply to be on this show. Yeah. You get assigned a team of like disparate people. So you've got um, uh, three guys and three yeah. girls. Yeah, 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 so like yeah a half and half. Um, but they're all of different ages. Like there's one woman who's thirty-seven, and there's a, yeah. A I thought I thought they were just 22. all like. Oh, I didn't tweak that. Okay, that's they're not friends. Thought. Okay, so but the point is, you've got six characters, yeah. and actually that makes it even more. Ex- uh, it, uh, a better example because there are so many unknowns you don't know if number one they're going to get on and you hope that they will because they're all in to win some money or some prizes at the end of the game Um, but you have no idea how they're going to interact together you don't know whether it's a hard job for a captain to pick because you basically but again for those who don't know you've got to pick uh, skill physical mystery or mental games Um, and Richard O'Brien will will take that person I guess actually in a way this is almost a fun entertainment television version of like a Mensa test yeah, basically. It, it, it sort of tests all the elements of your brain. So yeah. whether you can think logically, like in a puzzle sort of sense, are you able to think in a physical sense? Are you, do you have hand-eye coordination? Yeah. Um, do you have a good memory? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time where you're like mazes, you have to remember, you know, um, there's one example where the guy goes in the Aztec zone, he's, over, he's got to go over the walls. That was hard. I was like, I can't do that. Physically, that's a lot. <clears throat> there's a lot of work on the body. yeah. yeah. But mentally as well, you have to remember how because he's this room is divided up into a grid of like what twenty five yeah. sort of spaces. You've got to go over the tops of walls one at a time, yeah. and remember how many you've gone over from the door I mean, and how many you've gone kind, left from. You can kind of when you climb up, you can see the door. <gasps> but this is where the captain. Um, so there's a, they always appoint a captain, and the job of the captain is to pick which of the team. Um, goes and does which challenge so he obviously knows people's strengths because they've had a chat beforehand yeah. to say like I'm good at this sort of stuff but I'm not so good at this yeah and I don't know if this continues on for further episodes but what it is is the guys do this the guys do the skill and the physical and the girls do the mental and the, and the mystery um, I think it changes I think it starts
was a very art you know, down the line. There was not, not one girl not, that did the not physical. The, not in the first episode. <laughs> there no, was not, not, not one pilot, girl no, that did physical. Sure. They were like, mm, what should we do now? A mystery. Yeah, Susan, why didn't you do this one? But they are all <laughs> like, so creative. Like the actual the challenges themselves are oh, all so amazing. different. And when you consider this was 89, is it 89? 90. Yeah. I'm sure, hang on a I think it was 90. Uh, I think it was 1990. Notes here. Hang on, hang on. February 15th, 1990. Oh, day after Valentine's Day. What a surprise. Yeah. There um, is a lot uh, of this that you've seen in previous kind of like game shows. Maybe a Saturday morning game show, like an obstacle course, like you used to get on. Um, yeah, but I feel like this was the first time they were all brought together. So the oh, whole yeah. show was based on challenges yeah. rather than like you say, the Saturday morning like shows you used to watch. Yeah where there was sort of, it was a show, it was about a studio audience, mm-hmm. there was a few bits and pieces inside, and then there was a challenge element with one of the members of the audience yeah. type thing. Well, it's kind of like It's a Knockout, but yeah, themed themed areas. And like we forgot to say, the aim of this is to collect crystals. <gasps> so in every room, in every challenge you do, the aim is to get to the crystal and get the crystal out of there in the allotted time. Yeah. If you don't, you're locked in the room, and the only way you can get out of that room is if they spend a crystal to get you out. So yeah. they lose... Each crystal's worth five seconds in the Crystal Dome, yep. which is the final challenge of the um, show, yep. where quite simply, with all the time you accrue throughout mm-hmm. the, the show previous, you are allowed to stand in there whilst a fan blows up in the air, a mixture of gold and silver tokens. Yep. You have to collect as many gold ones as you can. For every silver one you collect, they take one gold one yep. away. Can and you start have to... the fans, please? Absolutely. Famous catchphrase. And then... The so the gold's tallied up, the silvers are tallied up, the silver's taken away from the gold. Hopefully, you own for a hundred and you get a, a top prize. Yeah. So, so my favorite thing about watching the Crystal Maze isn't to see if uh, they get enough gold uh, tickets to, to win a prize, which is usually nope. uh, jumping out of a plane or anything. My favorite thing is to see the friendships, the newly formed friendships, break down and tested during <laughs> this because. They were on a little bit of a roll at the start, weren't they? The first four or five games they get they Crystal get. Fort, and they're like, okay, this is clearly <laughs> either a really good squad, and they've obviously worked really well together, or yeah. they've made these too easy. Exactly, that's the thing. I was like, wow, the first episode, they, they went out flipping stormy. But then they go to the first mystery one. It starts to fall apart. And then this woman, this woman literally says, I don't want mystery, <clears throat> I don't want mystery, I don't want mystery. And they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Brenda, do a mystery. mystery. And she's like, ah. Oh. So she goes God into the damn. room. Goes into the room. And this is the first episode, so we've never seen this before, but this is a very common game within this. So... The set design is, is incredible as well. It by is the way. great. I mean, you occasionally get a little glimpse over the top of the wall uh, every now and then with the camera yeah. sort of at the wrong angle, but you don't go because you, it, it's we're only and we're looking for it in this particular instance because we're we're sort of you know uh, reviewing it, but yeah, um, you know it's just a lot of effort to go to for a show. Um, yeah, and actually I'll come back to the prizes as well in a second because they yeah they, they they'd obviously this was obviously an idea that got past the bosses at. Whichever station agreed to show it, I can't remember who it was at the time. Yeah, I just want to go back to just the the, the room I was uh, talking about. Sorry, um, there was um, so she goes into the room, the mystery room, and this particular room is um, set up like a murder mystery. So there's a dead body in the room, and uh, that dead body is obviously like a dummy or something, um, and it's so elaborate. So you get a little bit more time. You get three minutes usually for the for the mystery yep. games, and. Um, I have personal issues with this particular room because I went to do the um, the Crystal Maze Challenge um, experience. You've done this room? I've, I've done this room. So uh, in case people don't know this, I think it's in Manchester as well as London. 
there's the Crystal Maze experience. I absolutely need to do this. Well, basically, you get a group of people um, and you go to the Crystal Maze and you think, Sweet. oh, this is going to be a little small thing. No, it's as massive and as big as the Crystal Maze. You go through different zones. You've got your own Richard O'Brien person. Why are we sat here? I know. We should have, we should have done it from there. But it's unbelievable. You get you can wear the jumpsuits if you want to. Um, and you go and... Why would you not? You go and the host is basically... I mean, sometimes uh, it's all different people. You can, so you're mostly out of work actors. So we had this woman who was dressed in a silver jumpsuit who was amazing. She was like an out of work actress who was just giving her her all. She was, and she gave us all nicknames and stuff. And I think I was the first person because was I captain? I can't remember. Uh, but I was the first person to um, to go forward. And I was just like, I want to do a mystery because I was always good at the mystery ones. Yeah. Um, and even that's the girls' ones. Uh, so we went into the. I went to the room. My whole team was. Oh, Jed's got this because I was so confident. And it, and it was that very one. That one. It was a dead body in the room. And I was like, I've seen this a million times. I know how to do this. So, but the guy's got a set of playing cards in his hand, and it's and basically it was like it's like five and nine or whatever. And you know that relates to the uh, sh- the shelves on the wall, and you go along, and that's yep. where the key is. And then, um, but then I soon realised that I've taken this. I'm too overconfident and that's not what it means at all and I basically couldn't figure out where the key was or how to open the safe and this is the very first game of everyone watching me full of expectation and I watched it and I had to relive it watching this woman with a, on the very first episode of Crystal Maze go through the same trauma as I did where she thought she'd figure out, figured out she had the key in her hand key in the safe but she was turning it just didn't work um do you know how to do it then? No, I still don't still know. Don't. <laughs> I still don't know. It's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, twenty-eight years later, we still don't know how to do the room. <laughs> but there's um um. I feel like I need to go and do it now. Oh, and you really need to, mate. I'll do that it's room. So good, and then tell you how it's done. We got a lot of crystals. Like when, like a friend of mine done done the crystalized experience before. It's kind of when it first started, and I think if you get like eight to ten crystals, you've done pretty well. Yeah. My team got fourteen crystals. Wow. 14 crystals, right? We were very good. We almost got every single one besides me, that one, and one uh, other yeah, person. The, the one we don't speak yeah, of. Yeah, let's not speak about that. But I did get some other crystals besides that. Um, and we did really well. And then we went to the Crystal Dome and um, we got disqualified <laughs> for cheating, apparently. <laughs> Explain. So we got a hell of a lot of gold of, of gold tickets. Yeah. And then he just said to us, he cheated. I'm like what? And they said, um, they said you um, had basically um, pushed yourself against the side of the fans to stop it coming up and stuff. They had some elaborate, elaborate what? thing. Yeah, and we were like, no, we we didn't, we didn't. But I, I, I know I didn't. But I wasn't sure that some of my yeah, friends, if the didn't. others had done it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thoroughly recommend. It's still going right now. The Crystal Maze experience. I, feel um, like I need to do this. It is the BBC, BBC Essex should go and do it. I think it's a work do out right yeah, there. I think, I think so. it's, a, it's a work do to be had <laughs> right there. Uh, the, the, I mean, this episode is brilliant. You, you get to meet uh, Richard O'Brien, yeah. creator, host, and all round just genius. brilliant, yeah. brilliant guy. Yeah. Um, just quickly recap: so the opening gambit felt very scripted, very stiff. Like they weren't quite sure how to explain it. But that I'm not going to dock it any marks when we give it the score because. I think it's. I think it's so hard to explain what the crystal maze is. Very hard. We've just tried to do it. We haven't. Yeah, I mean, we've taken only fifteen minutes to talk about it, and 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 he's trying to do it in sixty seconds. Now I know he came up with the idea, but 
how do you explain such a thing which is going to change every time you play it? Yeah. Like every time you put a new group of people in there, the the concept of the game is do some challenges, win some crystals. Crystals equals time in the dome. Yeah. In the dome, get the gold, don't get the silver. I it's it's a fairly straightforward. I know, and they repeat some of these every week as well. But like in the even in the first episode, you can see how he makes it interesting because he ad libs, he talks, well, to, he talks uh, to the to contestants, he makes fun of them, he plays yeah. harmonica, it's, he plays the pan pipes. It's the it's the that's the only thing I would say in the whole episode that made me think. Ah, it's, it's just the only little down is this the opening gambit, like it wasn't quite right. But I'm not gonna, as I say, I'm not gonna dog any more on that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to because. The minute it gets out of that sort of like studio environment of like let's get into it, yeah, dun, 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 dun. and then they all meet on the top of the um, uh, whatever the stand is, and then he comes out and he's talking in some Mexican accent, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, brilliant! This is just going to be silly and fun, and it's going to make me think. And then they get in a boat, and he goes, right, everyone in the boat. Across the river. Yeah. And like the river's about 12 feet wide. I know, and he drops his panpipes in the water. He drops his panpipes <laughs> in the water. He stands up like he's like um, punting on a gondola <laughs> whilst doing the panpipes. Um, he runs around. He's like a lunatic. And in the uh, in the medieval zone, we don't meet her yeah. in this episode, but Mumsy lives in the medieval Mumsy, zone, yeah. which you get to meet later in the show in, Ooh, in later episodes. We do meet someone, don't we? There was... The- girl in the mirror room yeah yeah weird but whatever actually you know what was weird about that the guy that did it was basically you go through this hall of mirrors yeah. oh yeah because that you wouldn't get that past any yeah, TV yeah. execs nowadays <laughs> so what happens is he has to find the crystal in the middle of this mirror maze and in the middle of simple the enough mirror maze yeah and in the middle is like this princess type character yep, she's falling asleep she's, she's asleep. got the crystal she's got the crystal in the hand he has to kiss her full on on the mouth yep to release the crystal uh, he does it. Yes. Yeah. No, no, stop. Yeah. That feeling you've just got there, right? <laughs> yep. That's as awkward as it felt when you watched it. And he, he, he's one, one of the creepiest guys. He was the creepiest guy on the team. He comes out and he's like, oh, can I do that again? And it's like, but then did you notice a bit later on? He was like, oh, can, can, can I do that one again? Should, can we go back and like, all right, mate. All right, like, chill out. <laughs> chill out. You're on live TV. <laughs> well, not live, but you know, you're on national TV. It's a good point, actually. I forgot about that moment, but, um, Get, yeah, there's an era thing, isn't it? You know, it's the way times have changed yeah. in television and such. But you don't meet Mumsy, you hear about Mumsy. But when he's in the medieval zone, they're in the task at some point. Yeah. And obviously, they have got, like, time constraints on the filming of this. Uh-huh. And wherever they film it, they are somewhere near an airfield because a plane flies over the top, which is why he turns and looks to the sky when and mimes like a shotgun and tries to shoot it out the sky. And he makes uh, a comment yeah, about... Right. Um, you know, I take take them down before they uh, before they find us. And it's like <laughs> it's totally off the cuff as well. Like it's but so he, he's brilliant. I would rather I'm, than re-recording the bit yeah, the segment, yeah. they they just let him put freestyle it. And I think that we, we need to do that when we're in the post pop studio and the plane goes over. All right, we need, we yeah. need to do that. But the I I am going to go ahead and say he Richard O'Brien is probably the best TV presenter that. Britain has ever had for a game show, I would say. He's better I'm than Chris Tarrant. I'm not going to argue with that. He's better than Noel Edmonds. I can't think of another as, as, game from, show. From, from all aspects, from his creativity to his presentation to his ability to explain things, yeah. his ability to interact with the audience at home yeah. and the participants in the game show. Totally unique, yeah. Um, he is just clearly one of these people and 
when the world, um, you know, this is going to happen to all of us, but when the world loses someone like that, it's mm. going to be a massive loss. Because oh, yeah. yeah. he, is, he is incredible. Yeah. And this show... I love the new version with Richard Aoudi. I've I think purposely he's, not watched. I can't watch it. Oh, I, I do. I like Richard a lot, and he, and he's and he's doing it in his own way, and I like it. But but it's not Richard O'Brien. No, so I can't watch it. I found I found it hard to watch it when he left and Edward Tudor took over in the later seasons. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch that. I think so. Richard O'Brien did it for like maybe like four seasons like, or something. Yeah, just, only, do you know what? It's only on for five years. Right, so he probably did it for three seasons, and then Edward Tudor took over and just basically did a Richard <coughs> O'Brien impression, and not a very yeah. good one. Um, Don't you can't do that. You've got to be you, and I think that's why Richard O'Brien works is because he just is. That's why he is. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just I mean, the Rocky Horror Show is a perfect you know, an example of of his work as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I want to add on to this is that they got 116 gold tokens and like. 20 silvers so they yeah, got like 96 they got yeah. so close to getting their like their top prize yeah um, but check out the second prizes that it's they not had not bad for the 90s right or 1990 wow. yeah yeah like apparently so I looked this up as well um, they picked their preferred prize for if they got the 100 each so okay. they each had like a this is what I would like to win this is what I would like to play for mm-hmm if we don't get the 100 and we get the 50, somewhere between 50 and 100, and we get a secondary prize, this is what my secondary prize was. And obviously yeah. there'd be a value on the prize. Yeah. You know, there's no getting away from that. But, like, there was, like, a weekend break in there. There yeah. was, a, there was like, flying Jumping lessons. Jumping out of planes There and was stuff, all sorts of great experiences. Yeah. Thinking, this is the second prize that you picked. <laughs> so I went, what did you pick for I can't first? remember what the first prize was so, going to be. Did you Obviously, check? no. Oh. Well, I, I don't know what they picked as their first choice. Mm. So you, don't, you don't find that out. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't keep that going for very long. The first series, they, <laughs> they kept this idea. And obviously then after the first series, they went, this is costing us a lot of money. Yeah. If they get all of these things, it's going to cost us a small fortune. Yeah. So they obviously, they brought it down a peg or two. And um, I think they then just went with, this is the prize. I feel like it was always racing at Silverstone. That was always yeah the, something the like that yeah yeah always the typical game show thing of like a jet ski like and you don't yeah, live anywhere yeah. near water yeah it's um, something on eBay That's but fine. it was all right I mean like you know as far as getting people interested in a show the first one like wow yeah like it's fast different how it's, different is it from everything it's else so different from everything existed at this point in time yeah. you've got a great host who's a you know. Um, I, 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 I already love him. I yeah. already like, I'm watching him like, I just love this guy. This is, I want this guy in my life. And watching it as a little kid, and he's like, he's your hero. Yeah, and, and you're watching the contestants as well, and they're all fairly likeable. None yeah. of them are complete arse hats, so you think... Kind of boring, though, I thought, besides... Yeah, not great, but then yeah. again, you, going back to the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire thing, first time, you don't want anything too eccentric. You've got Richard O'Brien on board already, yeah. and the game show itself is complex enough yeah. that actually having some fairly normal people won't go... A miss. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not a bad thing at all, really, to have. Yeah. So, probably a good choice. And eventually, as seasons develop, you start to see some more eccentric people. And people get the idea as well. Mm-hmm. Not, these contestants are filming this. Yeah. You know, and obviously it's filmed and edited for the show, like, you know, later on. Yeah. Once people have seen the first few episodes, people are like, ah, oh, I like this kind of game thing. Yeah. I'm involved in this. And then when they get on it, they really act up for the whole thing because Definitely. they know what it's all about. Exactly, yeah. I thought, I thought it was a strong pilot episode. Strong it's really first episode. good. Really, really um, good. But before we go to the scores, I, maybe now I can uh, ask you about the question. If you could pick a TV show to be on, game oh. show. Yeah. I, I can start, just so you can have time to go think. Go on. 
The game show that I would love to be on, I don't know if you remember, again from the 90s, is Nightmare. I don't remember it. Nightmare is where, similar kind of vibe, you are there with your friends and you wear a helmet on your head and then the three of your friends have to guide you through dungeons. Oh, I do. That's starting to ring a bell. And I vaguely remember that now. And there's a guy called Treyguard who is your guide through these dungeons and you have to like... <coughs> Meet, you meet dragons, you meet orcs and stuff, and, yeah. but you can't see, the person with the helmet on can't see, and the three friends in the studio have to guide you, so move forward, left three paces, mm. or uh, turn around, pick up this. Um, oh, but dear. I love Nightmare, and I know people out there are like, yeah, Jay. Problem is now, you're saying all these things to me, and I'm starting to think, oh, I could do that show, I'd love to do this one, I'd love to do that one, I would. I could do this one. I think you'd be good on Funhouse. I'd love to have done. I mean, that that is my childhood one. Yeah, like, that would have been amazing. Do you remember Finders Keepers? Um, Neil Buchanan's oh, kind of one. I know of it. That was great. Um, I would say. I mean, it's ones that spring into mind. I would. I'd love to have. I really, really wanted to go on. You bet. Oh yeah. I really wanted to go what on. What would you bet. do? What would you do? I don't know. I couldn't even work out what it was I'd do. But I, I basically, I was always certain, so confident I could do everything that people went on there and did. Yeah, all of it. I was like, I could do this. I could do this. Apart from bit, the swimming ones, I'm not like I'm, a, I'm all right at swimming, but it's a little. You bet it was a little bit like record breakers, wasn't it? But without without yes. the prize at the end. Yeah, it's true. So that maybe or. I mean, Supermarket Sweep was a fave. <laughs> yeah. I, I really? Inflatable banana. Who didn't yeah. want an inflatable banana? That's true. I just want to go on that, yeah. I, I'm thinking, you know, I would love to have a go at things like, so the modern ones, um, yeah. I'd love to have a go at things like Total Wipeout or Takeshi's Castle. Oh, or Takeshi's Nin- Castle Or Ninja big. Warrior. Yeah, like, yeah. I watch Ninja Warrior now. Yeah. And as someone who tries to keep in fairly good shape, yeah. I look at that and think, no, there's not a hope in hell I'd do that. I think Takeshi's Castle's harder because they're ruthless on that. No, if you've seen the actual, the proper ninja, like the Japanese yeah, yeah, ninja yeah, warrior, yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Ooh. The American one, though, they've taken to a level that's just nonsense. I yeah. mean, what are they doing? Like, they've just got seen it and gone, let's make it impossible, like actually impossible well, to Rob, do. Well, Rob, I figured out what we could both go on. Go on. And this is the one, Gladiator. Gladiator! Oh, Boy, yes, we that's the one. No, that's it. Yeah, I, yeah. I've made my decision. Bring that back and get us on. If you want to bring Gladiator back, I'll I'll present it with you. We should present it, yeah. We'll do it, we'll do it. A wooga, a wooga. No, no, we've got to have our own ones. Okay. All right, we will do the first series for free. We'll do it for free. We'll do the first Second series. Second series, we are going to be paid. Well, yeah, we'll prove how good it is to come yeah. back. We'll do the first series for free. Yeah. And then we'll get paid for the second one. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll scout out some local gyms for some big, strong people. And I want it to be totally British um, gladiators. So like oh, ex-rugby players, ex-wrestlers, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that sort swimmers of stuff. Gymnasts and, and swimmers. Yeah. We'll get Jet back though as well. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and Lightning. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Lightning. She's like a poodle. What? She's like a poodle. No, she didn't. She's a poodle. Called Lightning. Um, and Rhino. Oh, Rhino was good, but he's probably like in his 90s now. Uh, oh, have you, actually, have you seen, recently seen Wolfman? <laughs> he's genuinely still a bodybuilder. Are you he's going like, on gladiators.com every day? Check no, re- I don't know why you came to my attention. Uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> I'm just constantly on gladiators.co.uk. Yeah. Um, no, he's, he's still like a bodybuilder now. Like He's like late 60s. I thought he was late 60s on the show. No. He was so old on he's, the show. Honestly, he's incredible. He was a. He looks. We're like, digressing massively here, but I don't yeah. care. He looked like he was like in, in, an elderly gentleman, like in the nineties, <laughs> so much older than everyone it like, else. It was like 
in his mid twenties in that man. He was like, so here's the story. Well, we've, been, quite, but... we've been trying to get Jet from the Gladiators on <coughs> on Monkey Tennis, another podcast. Uh, why? Rages. So um, this is Alan Parcher's podcast. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, go on. Uh, he has a picture of of Jet from the Gladiators, and then often mentions her um, on his TV shows and various different uh, things. Okay. Diane Udale, her real name is, um, and we've. We've been trying to get get her to come on and do stuff. Uh, so what we have got made her do is uh, uh, she has signed she has signed a photo for us, and we have often put a signed photo of Jet on stage during live shows. Excellent on um, the front of the stage. I like that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is the one I do. Gladiator. Yeah, absolutely. Gladiator is the are one. You are gladiator. Contestants, you will go on my first whistle. Yeah. Gladiators. Gladiators, you will go on my second whistle. Three, two, one. Brilliant. I yeah. love that. And by the way, I would boss the wall and the Travelator would eat my dust. No way. Travelator's hard, mate. No, you, it looks easy. You have absolutely no idea how fast I am, man. I'd be up that thing in three steps. Bang, bang, bang. Up the top. Absolutely not. Swing through the swing how fast through the that is. I don't care. The men's ones. Do you know how fast I am? They, <laughs> I would be up that thing quicker than you can take your Wait, hat off. I, I've seen people with long legs try and get up that. Because, but have you, I don't know if you notice, the girls' travelator is a lot slower than the men's one. The men's one is like three times the speed. You could do it double that speed. I'd still make it up. Um, there's no way for me to test this as well. So you can say what you want until would, they bring it back. Well, I'm just saying they need either to bring it back for television and yeah. we will host it for free. Yeah. I'm just putting it on record. All right. And or, I was in, or do like a do the crystal maze to the public. Yeah. Do a gladiators to the public. I would show you what I can do. I'd boss that. We, I was in the Birmingham NEC uh, recently where gladiators was. Filmed. By the way, we'll get to the actual actual <laughs> yeah, end of this podcast yeah. in a bit. Bear with us. I was in the Birmingham NEC where gladiators was filmed the other day, and I was like, oh, I'm 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 home. I feel home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel home. I used to love the gladiators. I used to buy the gladiators magazine issue two jet poster. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, before this time, it's just turning to turn for the worst. Oh, yeah. I watched a Jet from Gladiators documentary on YouTube. Only whoa, about- whoa, 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 <laughs> hang on. You're talking about me being obsessed to going on the Gladiators website and checking out on Wolf updates. You're on a what? There is a Jet from Gladiators documentary on YouTube. Of course there is. And they make it hard for you to watch it because it's in like six parts, but it is brilliant. It's, it is the, one of the funniest things I've ever seen, unintentionally. There's one bit where one of her fans wins a competition to have a date with her and it's probably the most awkward five minutes I've seen in my life of this random bloke <laughs> who won this competition just sitting with with uh, Diane Newdale um, on camera. <sighs> I wish it was me. Right. Um. <laughs> right. Back to the fact that we haven't talked about Gladiators this week, but we'll put it on the list. Oh, we should do Gladiators. We've talked oh. enough about it. I think we can tick it off the list. American Gladiators can, it versus bonus, Gladiators. can it be the bonus episode of without actually watching it? <laughs> Uh, no, let's stick it on the list. Let's stick it on, stick the, it on the list yeah. and compare it with like a Ninja Warrior or something yeah, in the future. Yeah. Um, right, back to the scores. Yeah, who wants to be a millionaire? Yep. I think um, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Okay, that's a fair score. Very catchy theme tune. Very basic concept. Uh, great idea. Um, Does it make you want to watch the next episode? Probably. Well, because they're clever. They, because they tie, Yeah, because you yeah. get the contestant hangover to the next episode. I think they do. Um, so that's very good. I think you need to feel a little bit more for them. Yeah. Um, in the early stages, and I think you do get that later down the line. Chris Tarrant gets better at sort of drawing that out of them and making the tension build a bit more. Yeah. Um, but for me, seven point five. 
Okay, I'm going to give it a seven. Seven. So I liked it. I mean, it was the start of something, a legendary TV show. So uh, seven plus. 14 and a half. Not bad for a game show. Yeah, it's all right. Um, Where's that going to sit alongside? A series of unfortunate events, Attack on Titan, Bottom, Family Guy, Peaky Blinders, Red and Stimpy. Very good company. I went to Peaky Blinders um, themed dinner last, uh, two nights ago. What? Feasty Blinders. I should have told you about that. I was, can we save it? Because this, this episode's gone forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll save it for next week. Um, Feasty Blinders. Feasty Blinders. Let me tell you about that next week. Okay. Um, what so did we just talk about? Oh, who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> yeah, and then... So distracted. Four and a half. So, um, that, so let's talk about yeah, Crystal Maze. Crystal I'll Maze. go first. I bloody love Crystal Maze. Yeah. Um, Richard O'Brien is my guy. So <laughs> I'm going to give it a strong eight and a half. It's a good shout. Yeah. It's a good shout. I think I'm going to match you. Yeah. 17 then or what are you going to do he's on the now he's changing his mind he's put it out there he's made me I might want to go higher oh I won't I won't game show it's the it's, I don't think there's going to be many game shows that top Crystal Maze first I agree. episode I agree I'm going to go a 9 oh, that's a great score so 17 and a half yeah for the Crystal Maze <laughs> I mean that's in the that's in the realms of Stranger Things X-Files Downton Abbey <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer and 24 wow that is uh, I to be fair that's that's the reason I say like epic theme tune great concept totally new amazing host amazing host yeah um, every time you watch it it's going to be different yeah you get different games you'll get different contestants so mm-hmm. every show is going to be different whether you like it or not yeah um, do I want to watch more damn I want to yep, watch more. Yep. I want to be on the show. It used to be on every day on Challenge TV, but now you can just watch the I would rather YouTube. be on Crystal Maze than Who Wants to Be in a Minute. If you gave oh, me a free yeah. access pass to one of the shows yeah. right now, Crystal Maze, that has 100%. Yep. 17 and a half out of 20. That's good. That's a high score. For a game show, yeah. I don't think a game show is going to beat that. There's no. not one out there in my mind right now. But maybe Gladiators, the first Gladiator, <laughs> could be the one. Could be the one. I do really like Gladiators. Um, all right. Cool. Call me, Jack. Well, Call well, me. Uh, right. I suggested Who Wants to Be Millionaire because it came back to telly. Um, so I, I sort of kicked it all off this week. What do you want to do next week, Mr. Jed Shepard? Well, next week, let's do something a little bit different. Okie dokie. Um, let's do a... Ooh, okay. Anything else coming back soon? Or on TV? Ooh, just come back? Yes. Um, Talking stuff was returning. So there's a new... Oh, well, basically, there's a new on. series on Netflix. I think a series five of Arrested Development. Oh. And that's on Netflix tomorrow, I believe. Um, and I love Arrested Development. I wasn't one of the first people to watch it. When it first came out, um, I I only watched it, like, in the last few <clears> years, to be honest. I just blitzed it. Um, but it's an amazing show. Great ensemble cast. Funny as hell. Um, and uh, Ron Howard narrates it. So, um, yeah. Arrested Development. Arrested Development, yeah. Holy cow. What do I match that with? Okay. Um, dysfunctional Family. Mm-hmm. Anything on the list? Yeah, that's a good point. And, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yes. Yep. Hang on. Let me look at the rest of the list. Okay. No, no, no. It's the instinct. Go it's, with your gut instinct, Jelly. Go there's with quite the gu- a lot of shows about families. There are. Could- but I see it straight away and Modern Family. Yep, great call. Yeah, I'm into that. I was a big fan of Modern Family, then I kind of fell away I from mean, it. I mean, it's massive. It's yeah. enormous now. So I, yeah. 
you know, I, I, I will watch it if it's on. If I'm going past and I'm literally looking for something past the time, I'll leave it on. Yeah. I don't go looking for it necessarily at the moment. But no. I go back and watch the pilot episode. Maybe I'll fall in love with it a little bit more. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Arrested Development. Yep. And Modern Family. Perfect. Next Perfect week. duo. Let's do it. Short ones as well. Yeah, they're only half an hour, aren't they? Yeah. So hopefully, uh, that, even though these shows were half an hour, and yeah, we've still managed to talk about it for four days. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. All right. So if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter to suggest any shows that you're watching, something that's coming back soon that you think we should be doing, uh, then let us know. Jed, you can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd. J e d s h e b h e r d. And I'm on Twitter at the Jellyman. That's T h double e Jellyman. Sounds really good in your lounge. Yeah, it does. Just, it sounds sounds kind of fresh. <laughs> um, so let us know what you think of the shows we've talked about today. Who wants to be a millionaire? Crystal Maze, if you find them and want to put uh, your two pence in. Uh, your suggestions are very welcome. Yep. And if you haven't already done so, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It would very much appreciate us. Um, get us up the list and whatnot. Um, yeah, everyone bugs it. It's five stars and a poo emoji. So you haven't got the right words. Exactly. And can I just do a quick uh, public service announcement? Oh, yes. Uh, Jet, if you're out there, please get in touch. Um, maybe marry me and you'll be called Jet Shepherd. That is literally the best way of finishing a podcast, so. <laughs> yes. So that leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. And I will say, in a while, crocodile. <laughs>